Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. No matter what type of event you're hosting, there are a few tips that are always helpful. From birthday parties to dinner parties to holiday gatherings, these seven tips today will help make sure you look like you have your act together and know how to host a great event in your home. The first tip is to prepare ahead. This is the biggest tip I can offer. In fact, I would actually call not preparing ahead a rookie mistake. I remember when I started hosting parties at my house, I would consistently be calling a friend to pick something up on her way over. Serving dishes, bags of ice, and even extra food were all requests I made of my guests at the 11th hour. After a few times of doing this, I started to really feel like a schmuck. Why did I not have my stuff together enough to prevent this situation from happening? What I realized is that I needed to start prepping earlier. I would often start cooking and preparing for my in-home parties a few hours before my guests arrived. Now that I'm a bit more experienced, I start preparing a few days in advance. In fact, it's my goal now to have everything ready at least four hours ahead of time, leaving only the last minute heating up to happen before the party. What all does this entail? Here's a little timeline that I follow. Decorations. I try and make sure decorations are picked out and purchased at least a week in advance. Decorations don't go bad unless they're fresh flowers, so these can be purchased early and I can focus on other things. I set them up at least a day before the event. Food plan and ingredient shopping. My food is all planned out about a week in advance as well, with the menu and ingredients clearly laid out into a timeline. If I can prepare something days before a party, I do, but if it needs to be prepared immediately before serving, I want to make sure I have enough time reserved to make it and my serving plan. Most importantly, a couple days before any event, I bring out all of my serving bowls and utensils to make sure I have one for each food item I'm making. There is nothing worse than realizing at the last minute that you are one serving spoon short. Tip number two is to put effort into the decor. If you want to have a truly spectacular event, it's important to remember the ambiance of your home. While more casual events may require little decor, the bigger or the fancier an event, the more thought and effort should go into creating an atmosphere to match the meal. I admit, this is one that I've not always done very well, but I've been taking notes from a fantastic home chef that I've been able to assist with some of her dinner parties. From the moment her guests step into her home, they know they're in for a special evening. There are always candles lit around the home, great music playing, and the table is always decorated to set the mood. Even if you're hosting a more casual event, you can still bump it up a notch by focusing on the decorations. Pop over to Pinterest for some quick inspiration that goes beyond streamers and balloons. Your guests will immediately notice the effort you put in, and your event will have a more festive feel from the moment they walk in the door. Now, I do want to take a quick moment to mention that we do have a solution for your decorations as well. Did you know that you can buy any party supplies and a lot of decorations on Amazon? It's fast and convenient. And if you start from the banner on quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon, you can help support our network and the Domestic CEO Show. Just go to quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon and look for that banner and help support the show. Moving on to the next tip, it's to assign seating. Have you ever been to a dinner party where you knew the host, but not anyone else? Or maybe you've met one or two of your friend's friends over the years, but you really don't know them. It's awkward to figure out who you want to sit by and share a meal in these situations. If you're hosting a sit-down dinner, consider assigning seating for your guests. I found that it can help to pair people you think would mix well first, 
Then place those pairs by complementing pairs around the table. You probably have a few friends who are more talkative or naturally lead conversations. Spread those people around the table, ideally with one near each end. This will help prevent the two of them from hogging the entire conversation for the table. Mix in your introverts with people who you think they'll connect with on a few issues, and then place the others where you think they will best fit. Not only will you have helped facilitate more conversation among your guests, but you may actually help them forge real friendships by simply placing them next to people you think they'll hit it off with. The next tip is to be clear in your invitations. You have a very important task before your event even begins, properly inviting your guests. The invitation is where you're going to set the tone and the ground rules for your event. Whether you use an electronic invitation, a paper invitation, or you just send a quick and simple message to your guests, make sure that you are clear in what you're expecting from them. What is the dress code? What time does the event start? Are your guests able to come and go, or are you expecting them to be there for a period of time? What time is food being served? Are children allowed? Are dogs allowed? Should they bring anything? If you have an opinion on any of these things, you need to let your guests know in the invitation so they can plan accordingly. Otherwise, you have no right to complain if they show up an hour late with their toddler and puppy in tow. The next tip is to count your seats. Before hosting any type of event in your home, make sure you have enough seating for the number of people you've invited. This is more obvious if you're hosting a sit-down dinner party where everyone needs a chair, but it applies to every type of party you're throwing. I once went to a Super Bowl party where only about half the people had actual seats. While this may have been fine when we were in college, most people above the age of 30 do not want to sit on the floor for long periods of time. If you don't have enough seats, borrow or rent them. If you don't have enough room for all those seats, cut back your invitation list. If you're hosting a cocktail-style party where you picture your guests floating around, you still need to make sure to have seats for people. Set up groupings of chairs where people can naturally migrate to when they need to take a seat. Having seating options in several different areas will help ensure that group conversations aren't competing with each other and noise will be kept at a normal level. This leads into the next tip, which is to rent or borrow. If in your planning you've discovered that you don't have enough of something, that's totally okay. That's why you're planning ahead. Once you figure out what items you need, whether it's serving spoons, chairs, end tables, or place settings, you can figure out where to get them from. Ideally, you'll have a friend you can borrow items from, but if not, there are party rental stores that will often rent you anything you need. From a single fork, to extra tables and chairs, to backdrops for pictures, these stores have almost a limitless supply of party equipment. Give them a call and find out how they can fill the gaps in what you currently have. The next tip is be dressed an hour early. If you've planned and prepared in advance, this one should be much easier. How many times have you arrived at a party to be told that the hostess is still putting on her makeup? Or that the host just got in the shower? This leaves one person possibly the host's spouse, but sometimes the first guest to arrive, in the awkward position of greeting and entertaining everyone. It makes every guest question where the host is and leaves everyone wondering if they arrived too early. Out of respect for your spouse and your guests, make sure that you're ready at least an hour before they arrive. You can still be working in the kitchen with your fabulous hair and makeup, just make sure you have a super cute apron to protect your clothes. 
And the last tip is to wear comfy clothes and shoes. So speaking of being ready, when you're planning what to wear when hosting an event in your home, make sure you pick something that's comfortable and easy to move in. Managing the food, greeting guests, and cleaning up spills can be a workout, so make sure your clothes and shoes are going to help you host and not hinder you. You'll need your hands free to shake hands, hug, and serve food, not to adjust your accessories. Simple adjustments in your wardrobe may be to pick fabrics that are form-fitting yet move with you, shoes that have lower heels and non-skid soles, and undergarments you won't have to tug at all night. You might not get to wear the fanciest outfit in your closet, but I bet there are a lot of cute options in there that won't get in your way. Finding the right outfit really can have a huge impact on how your evening goes. Remember, hosting an event is supposed to be a fun way to see your friends and loved ones. By following these tips, you'll ensure that you've put thought and planning into each event so you can relax and enjoy the event as much as your guests. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.